Hello, everyone. Happy July 31st. My name is Nick Sapola. Thank you for tuning in to episode 8 of Nick's World of Sports, hosted by the undrafted free agent in the sports personality world, Nick Sapola. It's awesome to be back here for my next episode. A lot has happened between my last episode, post-Subway series, to today at approximately around 6 o'clock. Some big trades that have happened in baseball, some football news, some pretty sad basketball news, too, that came out this morning. And, of course, some own personal news on my own end. The, uh, the undrafted free agent sports personality that was passed up by everyone, it seems like, up to this point. I have been verbally attacked on Twitter by the Houston Astros fan base and some of their pretty well-known reporters in the Houston area. I live rent-free in their heads. And I didn't even do anything that crazy. At least in my opinion, these guys, these guys really don't like me. And I love it. I love every second of it. I'm having verified accounts from very big personalities and big reporters down there, you know, coming after me. I'm going to touch on those rumors very soon. But first, I want to talk about the basketball news that came out today. Pretty tragic, pretty sad, but we knew it was going to come someday. 11-time finals champion Bill Russell has passed away at the age of 88. He died peacefully last night according to what I read on Twitter and what I've seen in multiple sources like ESPN, The Athletic, and more. It's a sad day for uh, basketball. The greatest winner in sports history, 11 titles as a player, two state championships. I believe he's won at least one NCAA championship. One of the best to ever do it. The finals MVP trophy is named after Bill Russell for a reason because he's the greatest winner in all of sports. No one will ever win 11 NBA Finals as a player again and do it the way Russell did he dominated the sport and he was a big part of why the NBA is as popular as it is today he broke color barriers he broke a lot of barriers as not just a player but as a person I wish I got to see him play I wish I was old enough my father was barely old enough to probably watch him play towards the end of his career him and Wilt had a great rivalry going on in that era of basketball and basketball lost a great great man today not just a great player a great man may god rest his soul rest in peace bill russell okay we'll move on from the sad news we'll talk a little more uh about me this is awesome this might take up a little bit i'm gonna be a little toxic i might have to be a little toxic here but this was probably one of my favorite days on twitter ever if you aren't following me on twitter follow me at nick underscore sapola i'll probably post this episode on twitter as well we have uh, some crazy, crazy things that happened there today. I was watching a little bit of the Houston game. Wow, that's a that's a new one. That's a new one. <laughs> wow, we have a lot of good ones right now. So earlier today. I saw a tweet. I was kind of following the game. I said watching, excuse me. I was following the game on the ESPN app. I follow a lot of baseball games. I'm a big baseball guy. I watch a lot of baseball. I'm 22 years old, and I've watched more baseball than most people have in their entire lives. I've watched classics. I sit down and watch classic games all the time. That's my hobby. I like to do my free time. I watch games. I watch highlights, reruns, all that. 
I've I'm a baseball savant, baseball reference guy. I'm on those websites 24/7. I'm very into the sport. This is probably my number one sport to cover. This and football are probably two of my best sports to cover. I'm the most knowledgeable in these, and or at least for me personally, I feel like I'm the most knowledgeable in these when it comes to talking about it. I feel like I have a good mind for it. So today, I was going through Twitter. I saw earlier in the game that with the first pitch of the game, Jose Altuve was plunked by uh, Kirby of the Seattle Mariners who are coming into New York on Monday. And Sean Pendergrass, or Pendergrass of Sports Radio 610 down in Houston, big bozo, first guy that fired, first verified account that took a shot at me, he put up a t- uh, quote tweet of MLB Metrics on Twitter saying, unlike out about um, Altuve getting plunked, for some context, Altuve was plunked in response to Julio Rodriguez getting hit. Rodriguez did kind of check swing at the pitch we got hit in the wrist the Astros have been hitting the Mariners batters all year I think it's up to 15 or 16 batters they've plunked this year I believe it's 15 it could be 16 if I'm not mistaken but they've hit more batters than any other team they've been hit by that team more than any other team and Scott Service probably told Kirby go out there hit the leadoff guy and the leadoff guy happens to be Jose Altuve who is known amongst baseball circles. He's very controversial. Some people say he never cheated. He cheated. He was part of it. He knew it. You can't deny that he's a cheater. Sean Pentergrass of, what was it again? Sports Radio 610, each weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. Central Time in Houston, Texas, (laughs) put a bozo tweet out saying, actually not really a bozo tweet, saying, unlike Rodriguez, Altuve didn't swing at that pitch. Me being the jackass I am, and, you know, I'm not a big Altuve guy. I believe he's a big, blatant cheater, and people out there defending him are saying that just so he's not the most bullied guy in sports. Unlike Altuve, Rodriguez didn't use buzzers and trash cans to cheat. Now, I know the buzzers thing has been debunked or somewhat debunked. I still believe they did do something else besides the trash cans and the video camera and the whistling and all that. But I responded with that. Since then, there has been 38 replies on the tweet, three quote tweets and three likes, and one retweet. So we've had some pretty funny responses to this. I'll read the quote tweets. The first one being from the uh, 610 Radio down in Houston, Bozo, Sean Pentergrast, or Pendergast, Penterjackass, as I might call him. And... I said, he quote tweets my tweet and says, Neither did Altuve. You sound like an idiot. Ellipses. Hashtag all due respect. That, that doesn't make sense, Sean, what you said. Neither did Altuve. Of course he cheated. I, I don't get the grammar there. It just doesn't seem right to me. I respond, being a dumbass. Or not dumbass, being the uh, toxic man I am. Hey, Sean. It would be terrible to see you be misinformed. Especially since you're verified here on Twitter. The spread of misinformation is a huge problem. Here is something that will help you sound like less of a quote-unquote idiot. I link him to the full update on the Astros cheating scandal part 2 by John Boy Media. With uh, John Boy himself breaking down all the cheating. And I also used the Houston Astros cheating scandal video explained featuring John Boy by Baseball Bits. Both are very valuable assets when it comes to talking about 
the stuff that goes on in baseball. They're big in that. They cover that. John Boy especially, he is one of the biggest names in sports journalism right now, in sports broadcasting, sports personality. He has built an empire off of breaking down little things like this. I then get a response from Michael Schwab. This is probably the biggest bozo. Works for the Juice Box Journal down in Houston for the Astros. Native of Houston, too. This guy, he is definitely someone that is engulfed in Houston sports media and is blatantly oblivious to fact. Sends me a video of Pat McAfee and Jeff Passan talking about Altuve not wearing a wire dated back on the 27th of January, 2021, with a Michael Schwab tweet saying, quote, he wasn't wearing a wire. Jeff Passan said that through all his research, he has found zero evidence of Jose Altuve using a buzzer. He confirmed it that it was a lucrative, ludicrous conspiracy theory. Excuse me for my mispronunciation there. And he responds to me with uh, after that video on top of it. Hey, Nick, get a job. <laughs> I respond, hey, Mike, there's still evidence that he was using the trash cans along with the rest of his team despite what you say from 2017, 2019, despite your obvious bias. It's okay to admit the truth. They all cheated, and that's the cold hard facts. Have a nice day. He then responds, gonna cry with the article. I haven't responded to him because I just saw that now. Michael Schwab of the Juice Box Journal. How are you verified? How do you have a job in sports media? How? I'm, I'm not gonna attack Mr. Pentagast right now. I'm not going to slander him any further. I'm not going to talk about him right now. My beef right now is with Michael Schwab of the Juicebox Journal. If you're mad enough to respond to this or listen to this, come at me. I'm 22 years old. I've watched more baseball probably than you have in your entire life. I study the game. I played up until I was 15. I still report on it to this day. I cover games for Access Baseball. I'm still involved with this. I have had multiple opportunities to cover baseball games from the highest level of college ball down to 8U. I've watched Major League Baseball my whole life. I grew up around it. My brother watches baseball as much as you do probably. And my brother's not even into it like I am like this to have his own sports podcast. My brother watches more baseball than you. And he works a grueling manual labor job. How are you hired by companies by Politico like Politico and USA Today, and you're out here trying to deny the fact that the Houston Astros even cheated. That's that's ludicrous, blasphemous. That is straight-up ignorance. If you don't believe that any of those guys cheated, especially Altuve, I know some people say he did it, he did. He might not have been the biggest one on the team, I, I'll say that. He still cheated. He was still a member of cheating. He was an active participant or someone that observed it and never reported it. That is someone that is that should not even be allowed to be considered for the Hall of Fame. That is someone that should have been suspended from baseball. That is someone that should be stripped of his MVP and his World Series ring. That whole team should be stripped of it. If you're that dumb, you should not be allowed to work in baseball. I'm someone here, I might have a bit of a bias. Yes, I'm a Yankees fan, but I am telling you the facts. The fact 
That is facts right there. From 2017 to 2019, they cheated. I know Boston cheated. There was a letter from the Yankees that said the Yankees cheated. Or the, the allegedly the letter said the Yankees were cheating. They never cheated. The Yankees never got caught cheating. Or at least that letter said they weren't cheating. Boston got caught with the Apple Watches cheating. What the Astros did was the worst scandal with cheating in baseball since the 1919 Black Sox, where they threw the 1919 World Series to kind of stick it up their owner's ass that he's a cheap ass. Michael Schwab, I am not someone that has a secure job like you. I hope you're someone you... I don't know how you sleep at night knowing that you are out there denying the biggest scandal in sports history. Is it, it has to be purely because of your reputation working as a Houston sports journalist and sports analyst, sports personality, whatever the fuck you think you are. Unironically cringy. You are unironically cringy. I'm just trying to read through this. You are a dumbass. Yes, I know the Royals beat the Yankees today, and I'm not just sitting here being a salty, upset Yankees fan. I don't care. I We won the series 3-4 to four over them. We're going to lose the bad teams. Everyone loses the bad teams. You guys just got swept by the Athletics, who are the worst team in the American League on paper. Besides Montas, I think that team is terrible. I'm going to go through some more replies here. I, I think Michael Schwab should lose his job for being as inept of a reporter as he is. There's a reason you work for an Astros-only outlet. Look, I'm not going to sit here and deny the fact that maybe Altuve is not the worst cheater on the team. Maybe it was Bregman. Maybe it was Springer, Correa. Maybe it was Gurriel. Maybe it was, you know, maybe they all benefited equally from it. I know it wasn't one guy, but I mean, Houston people are going to bitch and moan about Altuve getting hit by a pitch on the first pitch of the game. Yes, he's someone that should have been hit by it because, I mean, that's just baseball. That's baseball at the end of the day. If your team's getting hit a lot, you're going to get thrown at, especially someone with a reputation like those guys. They're going to get thrown at. Cry about it. Michael Schwab, Sean Pendergast, cry me a river. You're out here getting talked about by someone who is 22 years old, not even, probably half your age, who has watched more baseball than you have in your entire lives. I'm not talking about just Yankee games. I watch all baseball. I even watch the Astros games. And I hate the Houston Astros. I can't stand them. They're good. They are very good. They're always going to be good with the team they have right now, the way the roster is constructed. But there is that negative energy, that negative context, the negative whatever the fuck I want to say, whatever my word is here, about you guys being one of the most hated franchises in sports because of what you did to get that World Series in 2017 and kind of maintain that success as the most dominant home team in sports. Another part of my argument, look at the career numbers of these guys. That's not age regression. That is not age regression, these numbers. That 2017 year by Altuve is obvious that he benefited off the cheating. It's obvious Bregman benefited off it in 2018 and 2019. It's obvious guys like Gurriel were able to maintain a great start to their career. Although Gurriel's probably on his way out because he looks terrible at the bat this year. He looks lost at times. Like That's the reason these guys were household names, became household names. I'm not saying Jordan cheated, necessarily. Jordan was there when it happened, but Jordan's proven he can hit. Correa proved he could hit. Altuve's proved he can hit at a... 
capable level. He hasn't proved to be the best hitter in baseball anymore. He's not crushing fastballs and sliders, and he's not looking like he's unstoppable at the plate anymore. He looks good. He doesn't look unstoppable. That's my proof right there. Look at the career drop-off in numbers from all of these guys. Look at the 2020 season. That is proof enough, Mr. Schwab and Mr. Pentagast of Houston Sports Radio and Houston Sports Journalism. And all you Houston fans out there that were attacking me on Twitter today, attacking my character, attacking my family, attacking my ability to think, attacking everything. I would love to see all these people shitting on me right now. I'd love to see where they got their degrees in sports journalism from, or journalism, or communication, or any of this. I don't think they're qualified to talk about this shit. I technically am. But at the same time, you don't have any right to tell me that they didn't cheat. Not any right, but you don't have any fact that they didn't cheat. They could have cheated less than maybe another guy, but they still cheated. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and deny that Alex Rodriguez didn't use steroids. Of course Alex Rodriguez used steroids. But he wasn't the whole team using steroids. That was one of the arguments I read. The Yankees were juicing in order to stay relevant in the 90s and 2000s. Derek Jeter wasn't juicing. Jorge Posada wasn't juicing. Mariano Rivera wasn't juicing. Okay, maybe Clemens was. Pettit, I, I've talked about that before. Pettit did it for an injury. He was recovering from injury. I'm not going to deny Alex Rodriguez and Jason Giambi shooting up. Those guys were roid heads at its finest. Especially Rodriguez and especially Cano. Cano didn't test positive, though, until after he was in New York. I don't. Does that mean he was doing it in New York or not? We'll never know. I'll never know, personally. But that was just a big deal in baseball from nineteen the mid-90s all the way up to, like, 2013. Juicing was a big problem. Guys like Manny Ramirez were on the juice. Jeff Bagwell was on the juice. That's a great example for you, Houston fans. Jeff Bagwell was almost certainly on the juice. You could go back and listen to my episode a few episodes ago about who should be in the Hall of Fame or not. I talk about Jeff Bagwell and his PEDs. David Ortiz used PEDs. Padre Rodriguez used PEDs. All these guys use PEDs. That's not even getting into the iceberg of all this. I'm going to extend an invitation to Mr. Swab and Mr. Pentagast real quick. If you would love to sit down and we can talk about this, my Twitter DMs are open. My Instagram DMs are open. I am open to sit down and talk and listen to what you guys have to say. I am very willing to on the condition that I get my piece heard and I don't get to interrupt you. You can have your piece heard. I won't interrupt you. And we can have a talk. We can talk like men instead of hiding behind the keyboards. I am willing to talk to you like men. I am very willing to talk to you guys about anything. Baseball, football, whatever. Especially this co this controversy. I would love to hear what you guys have to think about it. I would love to hear if you guys are truthful to what you're saying here. Because what I'm interpreting this as and what I think this is, you guys are saying they're blatant cheaters. Or not? they're not blatant cheaters. I think they are cheaters. Have they shown remorse or not? Or not? No. None of them have. None of them did. There's a reason why a... A.J. Hinch is no longer involved with the Houston Astros. There's a reason why Alex Cora is not involved with the Houston Astros. There's a reason why Carlos Beltran is not coaching for the Mets right now. There is a reason why all these guys are not involved. The guys who got punished for what the players did. There's a reason why they're not involved in this. There's a big reason. And it's because they got caught in the biggest cheating scandal in baseball history outside of the 1919 White Sox scandal. The evidence is out there on the internet for everyone to read. Again, Mr. Pentagast, Mr. Schwab, I'm willing to talk. You know where to find me. 
My Twitter is at Nick underscore Cipolla. My personal Instagram at Nick underscore Cipolla. My podcast at Nick's World of Sports on Instagram, on Anchor, on Spotify. Wherever the hell you want to find me, come and find me. I'll be ready to talk like a man. I just want to hear your piece if you deny the cheating or not. And I'm not going to take an answer over no Twitter, no bullshit. I want to hear it face-to-face as a man. Put your credibility on the line. I'll put mine on the line. I have no credibility right now because I am a small sports podcast. I am not, you know, Michael K. I'm not John Boy Media. I'm not John Descremsey with New York, New York. I'm not Mr. Pentergast over at 610 Sports down in Houston. I'm not one of these big radio personalities. I'm not someone from ESPN who has the airtime that they do, even though that's all scripted. I'm not skipping Shannon. I'm not... You know, Matt Vaskirshen. I'm not any of the guys over at MLB Network. I'm not Jeff Passan. I'm none of those guys. I'm Nick Cipolla. I am new to this. I am someone that is just starting and has already caused controversy in this with the Houston sports media personnel that I've talked to. It is so funny living rent-free in these guys' heads. Because I am someone on Twitter. These guys have, I think, combined 100,000 followers or close to it. Michael Schwab has 31.2 thousand followers. Mr. Sean Pentergast has 39.9, almost 40,000 followers. If you can, if you're someone out there right now, unfollow these bozos. They are not worth your time. They are lying to you, straight to your face, especially Mr. Swab. Mr. Pentergast, I have no opinion on you besides your stupid tweet that you responded back to me with. Outside of that, maybe your reporting in Houston on football and stuff isn't that bad. Who knows? I have no knowledge of Mr. Pentergast and what he has done over at 610 down in Houston. He might be a decent guy. He might be a decent guy. Maybe you too, Mr. Swab. You might be a decent guy, even though you look like an off-brand Steph Curry. When combined, like, it looks like, Mr. Swab, it looks like if you get, if everyone out there knows who uh, the dude is that catches all those home runs, Mr. Zach Campbell, and Steph Curry had a baby on a one-night stand and left it out to die in the street. That's what Michael Schwab looks like. Again, I'm not going to attack his character. I'm not going to attack any of their characters. I'm just here telling them what I think about their opinion right here. And I think it's horseshit. If you want to talk, again, for the last time, I'm going to move on. I'm going to go on to the rest of these responses. My Instagram handle, my personal Instagram, is at Nick underscore Cipolla. C-I-P-O-L-L-A. That's the same as my Twitter, Nick underscore Cipolla. My DMs are open. You are welcome to DM me and set something up because I will go on the air with you guys, whether it be on your shows, my show. My only condition is I want you guys to shout out my podcast and maybe, I don't know, I don't care what you say about it. As long as I, if I come on your show, we talk about this like men, give me some airtime, give me some credibility for being who I am as a young, in my words, undrafted free agent in the world of sports personality and sports journalism and sports broadcasting, whatever this is that you call it, podcasting. I would love to have some airtime. It'll be great for my podcast. It might be great for you guys to have someone who's a big Yankees fan and someone who has investigated all this and someone who's been a big baseball guy his whole life to come on there and talk with you guys. It might be good to have someone who has a different opinion than you guys on there instead of spewing fabricated bullshit out to the public or potentially fabricated bullshit out to the public down there. I would love to come on. I'd love to talk. Whatever. Name your price. I would love to sit down with you guys and get this talked out. Because, again, I am a man. I'm not hiding behind no screen anymore. I'm not talking on Twitter about this. 
I'm here to talk to you guys, mano y mano, man to man. Name the time, the price, the place, whatever. I'm there. End of story. My name again is Nick Sapola. Let's get into some other bozo responses from these people. I have a lot of stupid gifts, a lot of stupid proof. Nathan Holman on Twitter, Mr. Sp- All of a Sudden Sports Journalist, more so commercial fisherman, H Town born and raised, from Galveston, Texas, tweets at me, replies to me, says, Someone went through every pitch of the season in 17, and it was proven. Altuve had two bangs all year, and he bitched them out when he got to the dugout. If you're talking about that Foolish Baseball video, I'm sorry, bro. That is half, that is mostly fabricated. Foolish Baseball doesn't fab, not foolish. Uh, baseball doesn't exist. Excuse me. I'm sorry, Foolish Baseball, if you're listening. I'm a huge fan. And same thing with you, too. Baseball doesn't exist. Huge fan, by the way. But that video is fabricated bullshit. I'm sorry. That Altuve video is bullshit that you're trying to defend him. And he got all upset with his teammates when he got to the dugout and he bitched them. So what? He still was involved. He knew what was going on. It helped him, obviously. Look at the career numbers. The drop-off is crazy. Mr. Nathan Holman, I would like to see you actually tell me this to my face. I would like to see you say this. I would like to see you personally show me the video of this. Show me you watching every... Oh, no, not, some, not you, someone. Show me that person that watched through every single one. My Twitter DM is open, too. Mr. Holman, sir, you need to shave that little goatee mustache thing you got going on. That looks terrible, first off. And again, open your eyes to the truth. I opened my eyes to the truth when I was younger about baseball and the Yankees. And Alex Rodriguez, who was my favorite player growing up for a long time until I found out the PED use. And it broke my heart, but it was the truth. Alex Rodriguez is a cheater. So is Jose Altuve. So is Alex Bregman. So is Carlos Correa. So is all those guys that bat that hit. Even Marwin, who's a Yankee right now. Marwin Gonzalez is a cheater. And I'm not ever going to defend Marwin Gonzalez from that. Have I forgiven Marwin? Not really. No. Still, I don't forgive any of those guys. Alex Cora, nope. I don't feel sorry one second for them. I'd like to see that proof Mr. Nathan Holman won on Twitter. At Texans ATX, tell us you're a casual fan of an irrelevant team without saying you're a casual fan of an irrelevant team. Sir, your your Twitter bio or Twitter handle is about the Texans. They're irrelevant, and they just paid off a lot of fans, not fans, a lot of people to shut up about the Sean Watson and then knowing about the Sean Watson and his sexual assault cases. The word settle doesn't mean he's innocent. The word settle means here's some money, go the fuck away. Moving on. Someone called me a classic Mariners fan. That's funny. At Briz that word, or no, Birds that word, or Birds the word, whatever the fuck it is. Nick believes in buzzers. Nick gets all the data and information from clickbait article titles and has fallen for every troll trade rumor that post thus far. Bird is the word from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Suck my balls. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't fall into clickbait stuff. I'm a subscriber of The Athletic. I subscribe to ESPN+. Plus. I read the New York Post every day. I read USA Today, New York Times. I read all the sports articles. I listen to every single sports 
podcast possible. I listen to K. John Boy, ba- John Boy Media. I listen to JJ from New York, New York. I listen to The Fan. When I'm out of state, I listen to whatever sports media is the local one because I am a big believer in listening to local sports media. I, I watch pretty much everything. I hate ESPN guys. I'll listen to them talk. I watch MLB Network all the time. I listen to these guys. I read stuff from Rosenthal. I love uh, Ken Rosenthal. I love Jeff Passan. I love Jack Curry. Those guys, awesome. Best in the game. I'm going to get into some, a little more slanderous one here from Mr. Rob Cortez. Rob Cortez 53 on Twitter. Let's see if there's a location for him. Nope, but he is from Texas. Nick probably thinks we didn't land on the moon either. I bet you get a couple of drinks in him. He'll ask you why you can't see the curve of the earth when flying. Mr. Cortez, I am 22 years old. I can hold my liquor. I bet I can outdrink you. And I'm 22. I'm not a big boy. I'm 5'10", maybe 160, 165 at heaviest. I can hold my liquor. I can hold my drink. I am not someone who is a lightweight. I am not someone that is played with like that. Mr. Cortez, I would love to see a picture of you and your face. I, I, like, I love Texas. I love the Texas flag picture. But, sir... Politely, if you don't have anything good to say, get the fuck out of here. And if you're just going to slander me thinking, I don't know that we landed on, thinking that I don't think we landed on the moon. Of course we landed on the moon. Help. I love the whole fact that people think the moon landing's fake because it is 100% real. Why would they fake that? That is, that is bullshit that they think they faked that, by the way. And again, come sit down. Let's have a drink. First round's on me, Mr. Cortez, if you ever want to come to New York. Harris Ahmed, Rodriguez is garbage compared to Altuve. If he becomes half the player, he would be the best player from that franchise. Mr. Ahmed, I hope you realize that Julio Rodriguez is the American League Rookie of the Year right now. And that's fact. That is fact. Mr. Ahmed, from Houston, Texas. I hope you're not as bad of a doctor as you are with your sports takes because you are supposed to be an internal medicine resident and you're someone involved in med school and stuff. You still wear a mask, which is kind of funny. But if you're someone out here, I hope to God you're a better doctor than you are when it comes to talking sports, Mr. Ahmed, because you have no clue what you're talking about. Made for not noob. (laughs) That's funny. A bunch of gifts saying, like a Snoop Dogg saying shut the F up. Mr. LPTX on Twitter. I, I don't know who you are. Cute dog, by the way. But Rodriguez swung the bat into the pitch. No one hit Rodriguez on purpose. Okay. And he also responds, Altuve didn't use squat. Mr. LPTX, I'm going to ask you to stop listening to Houston Sports Radio for a week. Go listen to everyone else outside of Houston Sports Radio and come back to me. Thank you very much. I got a weird reply here. This one from Mr. Ribert Ribert Roughneck. Yes, he did. Just responds, yes, he did. And Mr. Clayton Elkins responded to that. You have no proof, so shut up. And this guy responds to Mr. Clayton Elkins. I have more proof that Julio used buzzers and trash cans than you do, buddy. 
I said prove it. He said I just did. I don't know if he meant to say Jose or not, but Julio Rodriguez is not cheating, bro. They are not cheating. That is funny that you think that. That is so funny. All right, I'm going to step away from the mic for a minute. I'm getting a little heated over this. I don't want to say anything I don't want to say right now. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break here in the studio. I'll be right back to slander you guys. Until then, stay tuned. Ladies, gentlemen, people from Houston who probably want me to shut up, we're back from our break. And uh, before we move on, I'm going to read a few more of these tweets. I'll finish up with this. But before that, there are two things I want to get across. First things first, I want to genuinely just apologize if this is offending anyone. I'm not meaning to offend anyone. I'm out here, you know, protecting myself, my credibility, my personal self here, and telling these people that I have the facts to back up every single little thing they have told me. And I think they are blasphemous if this is the way it's supposed to be if they're out here telling me those guys never cheated i i can't let that slide and they're out here trying to slander me clown me you know ruin my character when i'm out here just speaking facts i get it i started it so i deserve some kind of you know bs at me um trying to think it is but to mr um what's their names again real quick schwab and pentergast i am just here just to state my side of the story i'm here telling the truth the honest truth i am a man who believes in truth and honesty i don't believe in cheating i don't believe in hiding behind cell phones i'm someone i'll talk to you like a man I'm not. You've by now have heard me blurt out my Instagram and Twitter a lot. I had to take a break because I was getting really heated, and I don't want to say anything that could get me in trouble. And I also had to take a break for some sponsors that I'm not really directly related with, but not sponsored. But people I want to shout out necessarily. It's the people here with the Movo microphones who make the greatest microphone for people like me who are just starting up with their podcast and need some technology and some quality to make their stuff sound professional. The Anchor app for allowing me to have my podcast on there. Anyone who's trying to make a new podcast, go hit up Anchor. It's the best spot to make a free podcast. I also want to shout out my haters, like the people of Houston, Texas right now. I live rent-free in your head. I am your daddy. I get it. The Yankees are have a losing record against you guys this year. <laughs> but they won't be for long. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting for that... Uh, ALCS or that playoff matchup if it ever happens and that'll be a fun one to watch it's so funny so funny looking at all these replies I'm gonna get into a few more last one I read was from Ribert Roughneck who said yes he did that Julio cheated (laughs) Joe Country with a really funny one this is actually really funny, Joe. I, I'm going to laugh with you on this because the numbers kind of do back this up about Julio. He ought to start cheating. He's hitting 218 against us this year. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Pretty good one. Uh, Cod Zombies Nation TV on Twitter, at Zombie Nation TV, said, 
Altuve neither did it though with the dude holding up his hand. Weird duh emoji says, which proves your idiocy with the thumbs up. Mr. Cod Zombie Nation, that is 100% not you in your profile picture. Ain't no way that's you. Ain't no way. <laughs> Retweeting stuff from Mr. Swab saying several players have come forward to publicly say that their multiple teams were cheating with enhanced time ceiling schemes that the Astros were scapegoated. Here are a threat of the players. Steven Souza Jr., Chris Bassett. Houston was not the only team doing his stuff. Joey Votto said the Astros weren't the only ones. Chris Sale said they were. All right, whatever. Whatever. That is. That it doesn't prove anything. That proves nothing. Those are allegations. Allegations. Not fact. The Astros cheating. Mr. Bozo. Not Pentergast. Mr. Swab. Is that the Astros cheated. They were caught. End of story. I'm. I'm not more so mad at Mr. Pentergast because all he did was say I was misinformed. But, again, Mr. Pentergast doesn't seem like he is too knowledgeable of the fact that the Astros cheated, or he did, and he's trying to suppress it in a way, when his quote tweet to me. And Mr. Schwab is somewhat of a bozo himself. Mr. Schwab, again... Come talk to me like a man. You won't catch me lacking in the streets. I'm not going to come up and pull up on you because I don't know where you live. I don't know anything about you except that you're a media personality from Houston, Texas, who works for the Juice Box Journal, which is pathetic that you think that you know more about this cheating scandal than me because you're probably part of the media that suppresses it and wants all the Houston fans to believe that none of this ever happened. I get it. You, don't want, you want to sweep it under the rug and act like nothing happened, most of these Houston fans. I get it. Then there's a political conversation down here, started by Mr. Christopher Hebel, or Hebel, however you say it. It's amazing how people like you hear something and take that for the honest truth, just because you heard it from somewhere, sort of like the people who watch Fox News thinking that's actual news. And then Nathan Holman, who was uh, a bozo previously mentioned up before, with somewhat of a fact, just like CNN and all the rest say we aren't in recession the border is secure, and we never said we wanted to defund the police. The way they covered up the laptop in dossier, I could go on and on. I agreed up and I agreed until the Fox News. What the hell? These two guys, and then I just be stro scrolling. They start getting into a heated political debate under a baseball conversation. Like, dude, keep the politics out of baseball right now. I'm looking at you, Justin Trudeau. But let me see. And then V. Kapalak at Machala Anthony, as I probably butchered the hell out of that. Unlike Rodriguez, Altuve is actually going to be a Hall of Fame. Unlike that bum. Bro, this is a big pet peeve of mine. I don't mind slang. I don't mind talking with your saying you are, like the letters you and R together, like er. Whatever. But at least be grammatically correct when you say it. Like when I read out loud. Unlike Rodriguez Altuve is actually going to be a HOF. Unlike that bum. Where's the comma? Where's the grammatical sense in that? Mr. V. Kapalak. 
sir, please go back to high school. Go back to grammar school. Jordan Longoria, that's casual talk, boy. If you knew what you were talking about, you'd know Altuve has never cheated in his life. And then Penguin Kid responded, right, keep crying. Jordan Longoria, yeah, keep crying. Cry me a river. This is the only airtime you're ever going to get from me, Mr. Longoria. Hose Mad AL Champions with a picture of Jose Altuve. Unlike Judge, Altuve does not use steroids to cheat. Mr. At 2017 WS Champs on Twitter. Sir, I'm just going to say this. That is bullshit. Aaron Judge is not on PEDs. I bet you he could take a piss right now in a cup, and it'll come back negative for PADs. PEDs. The only thing Aaron Judge will test positive for is the 2022 AL MVP and should have been 2017 MVP, but your little midget boy stole it from him by cheating. Someone said I be- Someone else uh, said, "Hello, I bet you believe in the QAnon too." What a crackpot! The buzzers were never real. Astros never broke again on Twitter. Funny fan account. I do like the profile picture of Mister. Uh, not let's see. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, NBA young boy. I forget his real name. I was gonna use his real name. Little top. You don't know ball. Just go wrestle sweaty nutsacks like you used to. Mr. Astros never broke again. You are a certified idiot. I don't know ball. I don't know ball. Good one. That's funny. You're funny. Explain to me this. If you know so much about ball, why aren't you doing your own sports podcast? Why aren't you... A sports personality besides this bozo fan account. Who are you? Literally, who are you? I shouldn't even be giving you time. The fact that you're out here trying to shit on me saying, I don't know ball, and I don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know what I'm doing, I'd like to see your degree in sports journalism and sports broadcasting. I'd like to see your degree in being able to talk about baseball. I'd like to see your qualifications. I don't think you have any besides being a stan account. Coach Mark Leah, this is funny. Houston, Texas, husband, father of three, fat ass dude. Again, nothing wrong being fat. The skinny liberal track geek sounds like a little bitch, just like the entire state of Washington. I I said I'll keep politics out of it, but out of my show, but I'm going to say it right now. I am not a liberal. I did not vote for Joe Biden in the 2020 election. I voted red. I voted for Donald J. Trump. I will be honest about that. I keep it real here. I voted for Donald Trump. Whether you like that or not, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep my politics out of this from here on out. But I am offended that this guy's called me a skinny liberal track geek. Okay, I'm skinny. I'm 5'10", 160, like I said earlier. I'm not big. I'm not a big boy. But I am not... Don't fabricate me. Don't paint me out to be a little whiny liberal, little bitch. I'm not no little bitch. I'm out here addressing everything said about me. And I don't live in Washington. I don't live in Washington. I live somewhere on the East Coast, Mr. Coach Mark Lira. 
You're a coach, dude. You're a coach. You're, you used to look like you coach your poor little kids. Your kids. If you're a coach, why are you out here slandering my name? Call me a little bitchy liberal. Go find something else to do, dog. Because I'm not going to sit here and listen to you call me a skinny little liberal. A skinny little track liberal. I'm not a track geek. I'm a, I'm a geek for the game of baseball and the game of football. I'm a sports geek. I do more than just run track, sir. Mr. Mark Lira, I don't think you ha you're going to be much. You're not going to be much of a fight for me when it comes to this. <laughs> Straight Factual said, yeah, are you sure? All teams did it, including yours. Also, Altuve never did it, you clown. Delete your account. Four likes. Mr. Straight Factual, no. I will never delete my account. And, again, he cheated, Altuve. How much, the whole Astros team cheated. At least the guys that hit. What more proof do you need? Craig Romero, even if the Astros had used it, how many times should he be hit intentionally in the head five years later to pay for his alleged sins? Craig Romero, Altuve was never allowed to be hit. None of those guys were allowed to be hit by pitches. They would have been thrown at the whole pandemic year. But Rob Manfred came out and said, if you hit them, throw at them, etc. on purpose, you will be fined and suspended lengthily. And even if you tried to appeal pretty much, you wouldn't win that appeal. Joe Kelly tried to appeal it, and he lost that appeal. If Robert Manfred didn't coddle the Houston Astros, and he was a real man, one, he would have suspended them, and that would have been the end of it. The only guys that would be pretty much allowed to throw at them, I guess, would have been, I don't know, James Paxson, Clayton Kershaw, those guys, Luis Severino. That's pretty much it on my lengthy list. Like, There wouldn't be much else. CeCe, if he was still in the game, probably would throw at them. I know CeCe Sabathia now. If those allegations were out while he played, CeCe Sabathia would have fought the whole damn team. It would have been like WrestleMania out in there. I know the people down in Houston, Texas – Hell yeah, brother. You would love to see a WrestleMania with CeCe Sabathia versus the whole state of Houston. When I say Houston, state of Texas. That would be funny as hell. But I just know that would have been a different story if they were allowed to throw at them. They were never allowed to throw at them. I went to game, two, game one of Yankees-Astros at Yankee Stadium this year in the regular season. Jamison Tyone hit Jose Altuve with the pitch. And everyone's like, all right, was that intentional or not? And Jamo Tyone had nothing to do with this whole rivalry, this whole um, cheating allegations because Jamal Tyone didn't join the Yankees till last year. Last freaking year. Justin the Burnt at JLR3 on Twitter. You're right. He never did. He never did pay for his crimes. Don't concede the point. And this is the last one I'm going to get into by this this man, Richard Rice at Torino Rice on Twitter. Actually, there's two more. There's two more. I'm going to get into it real quick. I'm just trying to find it. A lot of people out here were, were saying, attacking my character, saying, oh, you're a liberal. Oh, you're what's wrong with the world. Delete your Twitter. Clown, idiot, loser, whatever. I'll take it. Okay. Like one guy here said, I'm an Antifa-loving, business-burning 
curb crap tolerating lib. One guy said, holy shit, you're ignorant, which Sean responded, the Mandalorian, or the Mandalorian, might be the greatest name ever. Idiot. This is a good one. Two of them. I'm going to go to Richard Rice, and then I'm going to go to Les Hart. I'm going to start with Richard Rice, at Torino Rice on Twitter. Did your parents have any kids that lived? LOL pathetic. I responded back to him. Please read that again and let me know why that statement doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Did your parents have any kids that lived? Mr. Richard, can I call you Dick? Dick Rice? That sounds funny to me, Dick Rice. Mr. Dick Rice. I'm 22 years old. My last physical went great. I'm healthy. Only thing that's wrong with me is my left arm bends a little funny because I broke it when I was a kid. I am 100% healthy. Unlike you, sir, who looks like he is just on his way out of his prime. You definitely were. He says, I was born to be wild, but chased by the curse of time. Yeah, you've been cur- you've been chased by the curse of time, bro. You're, you're winding down, and you're out here talking shit to a kid 22 years old. I'm not going to make threats. I'm not going to say fight words, but you're going to threaten my parents like that? You're going to say my parents didn't have kids that lived? My parents have two healthy, me and my brother, two healthy, perfectly normal boys, men, excuse me, that would stand up for their family name in a heartbeat. You, sir, are what's wrong with this country out here bashing me because I have a different opinion than you in sports. Out here bashing my parents saying, did my parents have any kids that lived? First off, that is an incorrect statement there because if my parents had any kids that didn't live, I wouldn't be here right now, and I would have never said my tweet that I did earlier. Bozo. Les Hart. I'm going to move on to him because Dick Rice is not worth my time. Dick Rice, uh, go shave off that little soul patch. You look like Lance Bass from NSYNC in like 60 years. Those sunglasses aren't treating you well, and I can see why you're wearing a football hat. You're wearing a Texans hat backwards in your profile picture. You got no hair, probably. Your car's cool, though. You do have a cool car. I'll say that. Les Hart on Twitter. The conservative, American-loving Texan. I get put into Twitter jail occasionally, he said. I do like the kind of, uh, I don't know. I think it's funny, his banner picture, but... Hey, Nick, come back to Twitter when your balls drop and you actually have lived a little. I probably got more playtime than you, son. I've definitely got more playtime than you, than you if your name is Les. Probably short for Leslie. Look, I get it. You you like to think you speak the truth, but you probably don't. If you're say, if you're just so mad that I'm out here bashing the Astros for being cheaters, and I have my opinions on my personal Twitter, I get a little unhinged at times, I guess, where I go out and I just clown Astros fans because I've done it in the past. Like when I went to the Yankees game a couple of times when the Astros were in town this year, and I said they wouldn't let me into the stadium with my FL Tuve shirt on, and they were telling the fans not to say FL Tuve tonight. Because it's not the environment they wanted. They can't throw everyone out of Yankee Stadium. And they were doing that because probably Altuve said something about it. You know, I don't like being said F you at me. He's a little baby, Jose. He is a little baby. Did he reply to me? <laughs> Last with a good one. He did reply to my tweet saying, bro, go back to Twitter get jail. I do like some of your other tweets, by the way said, I appreciate that the fact that you like some of my tweets. However, your tweet about Altuve was garbage, and you know it. No, I do not know that because I wouldn't have said it if it wasn't true. 
I mean, yeah, part of it is I'm a Yankees fan who is pissed at Jose Altuve and the Astros because they did cheat and they robbed the Yankees of a fair match in the 2017 ALCS and the 2019 ALCS where the Yankees had them on the ropes in 2017. 2019, a little different story. Yankees had a chance to send it to Game 7 with Chapman on the mound. I know Chapman's slider's not that great. Altuve had to know what was coming. He did know what was coming. Same thing in both the games. There's a reason the Yankees lost every single game in 2017 in Houston. It's because Houston knew what was coming. Even in 2019, Aaron Boone said something after the Masahiro Tanaka game one start, which Tanaka dominated, by the way. Tanaka was different, dude. I miss Masahiro Tanaka. He was different when he was on. But he dominated, and Aaron Boone even said something like, to the league, it was a big, I remember being big break on ESPN. Hey, you know, uh, Houston might have our signs. It's like they're whistling. And I heard noises from their dugout right before every pitch, and it seemed like they knew what was coming, even though Masahiro Tanaka was their daddy that night. Les Hart, like I said, responded about that. Ghostro said, stick to running, you fucking nerd. Ghostro's 13. Cute dog. But here's my thing. Don't talk to me. Your pathetic fan account. And the last one, I'm going to go for Jack Daddy Nose. Sean, give this guy a break. He's Seattle through and through. Shitty ball club, Antifa-loving, business-burning, curb-crap-tolerating lib. I already touched on Jack Daddy Nose a little bit. But, sir, once again, I've come from a long, extensive family that has served in the military. I, myself, am someone who has potentially thought about joining the police force here on Long Island. I'm someone who is a law-abiding citizen. I back my police officers. They are the people that keep our neighborhood safe. Yes. Not all cops are great. I, I get it. There are some bad eggs in the system, and there are some problems in this country, but I'm not someone who's out there praising Antifa, who is wanting violence in this country. I don't support fascism. I don't support the Seattle Mariners. I do own a Ken Griffey jersey. I will not lie about that. But I do not support the Seattle Mariners as a baseball team. They broke my heart the other day and traded for Luis Castillo. And that's just slandering my character. You don't even know me, Mr. Jack Daddy Knows. With a picture of some girl sitting on an Astros ball wearing Reebok Zigtex in a bikini. Sir. That's bullshit. I'm going to get off that topic right now. I've talked 55 minutes about this. Even after I took my break at 32 minutes to kind of cool down, collect my thoughts, continue with the segment. I did not want to turn into a screaming match. I did not want to go any further. I do want to potentially, if I did offend anyone today, sorry, but that's just me just going off on reading my Twitter replies. I like this aspect where I can interact with people. And I'm not calling them fans of the podcast. They probably have no idea what this show is because they haven't heard of me until today. I welcome you to Nick's World of Sports, baby, where we keep it real 24-7. Whenever I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm always willing to talk. I'm always here to defend my takes. But enough of that. Talk a little baseball right now. Or not baseball. Yeah, I guess we'll talk a little bit baseball. Yeah, what the hell am I saying? Of course we'll talk some baseball. Baseball... Let's talk about three teams. I'll talk about, or four. Let's talk about the Yankees. Let's talk about the Astros. Let's talk about the Mets. And I guess man, those three really in Boston. Yankees. Bounce back from the Subway Series. 
sweep. They take three out of four from Kansas City. Tonight was today was a little painful to watch. Clay Holmes let up his first home run this year. That's tough. It was going to happen eventually. Salvi Perez, if you can't make mistakes to Salvi Perez, Clay. There's people out there already slandering Clay Holmes. Don't slander Clay Holmes. He's the best reliever in baseball. There's a reason he was an all-star. There's not much argument to who's better than Clay Holmes right now. There's a couple of names that you can say in the same conversation, but Clay Holmes has just been a different level of dominant this year. Andrew Benintendi's a Yankee. I like it. He gets on base. He runs after every ball hard. He makes the plays. He's a good little ball player. I, I've, I originally was not too sold on Benintendi beforehand with the vaccination status and stuff like that because I, I want you to be available in Toronto. I don't care about if you got the vaccine or not. I'm, I personally am someone, I don't care if you get the vaccine or not. I don't care. I just want to play ball. I just want to play some sports. Trudeau doesn't want to play ball fair. Benintendi is probably going to have to get the vaccine if he wants to play in Toronto. It's just how it is. Pitching is a big need. The Mariners went out recently and acquired Luis Castillo. They overpaid big time for him. I am happy the Yankees did not make that trade or match that trade offer because they gave up Noel V. Marte, who's their number one prospect. They gave up their number three prospect, their number five prospect, and I believe their number 25 prospect. Two of those guys are in the top 50 prospects in all of baseball for Luis Castillo for a year and a half. Look, Luis Castillo's great. I think he's dynamite. I love Luis Castillo. I don't like the trade. I don't like it. I don't like giving up significant futures for that. That's just me. Did the Yankees now? They pivot to Rodon and they pivot to Montas. Montas is probably more likely because I don't think Rodon is going to be shipped until the very end. If I'm Cashman, I'm being aggressive. They're out on Soto, according to reports. It's down to the Dodgers, the Cardinals, and the Padres for Soto. That's the three teams they're talking to right now. Yankees are out. I'm okay with it because we got Benintendi. You made a move. To count to kind of I don't want to say play as a smokescreen, but Cashman made a move that was smart. He knew what his team needed. They needed a bat, a lefty contact bat that almost that also guarantees Joey Gallo is gone. They're not going to get rid of Hicks because Hicks is starting to contribute to baseball. After I was slandering Aaron Hicks, and I'm going to apologize. I'm going to use a Shaq quote. I apologize, Mr. Aaron Hicks. I'm not. I wasn't as familiar with your game as I thought I was. But. That doesn't change the fact that the Yankees need help in the starting rotation. We have Domingo Herman pitching Monday, I'm pretty sure. Jordan Montgomery is still getting regular starts. Jordan Montgomery should not be pitching for this team come postseason. Domingo Herman, I can maybe argue out of the pen. Jordan Montgomery cannot get meaningful innings. He couldn't get out of the fifth. He couldn't get recorded out in the fifth against a pathetic Kansas City Royals team. That was terrible. Jordan Montgomery doesn't belong on a major league mound right now. He looks lost. At least I'll say this, he wasn't pissed off angry when Boone took him out today because he knew he ran out of gas. Jordan Montgomery gets pissed when he's done by 70 pitches. He should be done by 40 pitches. He should be used as an opener at, at best. I don't trust Jordan Montgomery going forward. I barely trust Domingo Herman, but at least Herman gave us a quality start or somewhat of a quality start against the Mets, which are a pretty good team. They just went down to Miami and slaughtered the Marlins. They beat the best pitcher in baseball, in my opinion, which is Sandy Alcantara or Alcantara. They beat him. They, they roughed him up. They got four runs on him. Sandy Alcantara, Alcantara has been lights out this year. He's my favorite for the NL Cy Young, personally. Don't tell anyone I said that, but Sandy's probably going to win the NL Cy Young. He's been that good this year. This guy, guy kind of leads me into the Mets. Wow. Wow. Great series. I'll touch them later. I'm going to finish up my Yanks real quick, but what I did like this weekend, comeback wins. This team doesn't quit. Even today, they had the winning run at the plate in Glaber. 
They had first and second. DJ put up a great at-bat. Judge put up a great at-bat. Just missed the ball. That would have went over the right field wall. That was a good at-bat from Judge. Rizzo having a great game today. Rizzo hit a ball probably 5 million feet to right. I I love Anthony Rizzo. He always knows how to get a big hit. Josh Donaldson's struggling. They need to figure something out. I think he's the odd man out when Judge, not Judge, when Stanton comes back. Benintendi's got to be a little better, I guess, at the bat with getting the ball out of the infield. But, hey, I like it. Put the ball in play. Good things happen. He's what people said IKF would be. IKF needs to be sent down, I think. If if I'm Brian Cashman right now, here's what I'm thinking about. Oswald Peraza is crushing the ball. Say he had another home run, I believe, in AAA. He is crushing the ball. He is a great Great young shortstop. Top 100 prospect. Number two in the Yankees system. Why not? If you're not going to trade him, why? Why keep him down in Scranton? Why keep Estevan Florial down in Scranton when he's raking? I'd love to see Florial on the roster. I'd like to see Florial make the playoff roster. Andujar as well. Why is Andujar down there? I don't get it. I really don't understand. Let's move on to the Mets. Enough Yankees talk. Mets, congrats. Great. You're on a big win streak now. I believe that's five or six in a row. It's good. You're beating up on teams that aren't going to be competitive. Miami's pretty much calling it for the year. They're looking to shop a little bit. You beat up Lopez and Alcantara, or Alcantara. Sorry if I keep saying Alcantara, Alcantara. You beat up on both their best pitchers. Good job. You look awesome this weekend. Awesome. I have nothing bad to say about the Mets. Jacob DeGrom is supposed to pitch Tuesday in Washington. That's a good tune-up start against one of the worst teams in baseball. Let's see what DeGrom's got. I hope, For Mets fans' sake, I hope DeGrom lasts for as long as they hope they do. He does. He still wants to opt out. He wants to get paid. I'd like to see what that market will be like. As Like a lot of people are saying, they'd like to see what the judge market would look like. I personally would like to see what the DeGrom market would look like. He's 34, I believe. He's kind of getting up there, but pitchers tend to have a longer shelf life than hitters. We'll see what... Um, DeGrom's got left. Lindor, big weekend. Brandon Nimmo crushed the ball last night. I, I've never seen Brandon Nimmo hit a ball that far. Jeff McNeil hit his first home run since, I believe, June. That, that team looks really scary right now. I, I feel like a lot of teams come postseason in the National League, you don't want to see the Mets. I think a Subway Series is going to happen this year if the Yankees can get past Houston. And I, I don't know. The Mets are scary. They got a big series coming up, though, in a couple weeks. In a couple of days, I should say, more so. Not a couple of weeks. They're playing Atlanta at home in the in the Big Apple. That's going to be a good series. they got a lot of Atlanta left, I'm pretty sure. I'm really, really excited for that. I might even go to that. If I can get tickets somehow, I might even go to that. Because I'm looking to go to the Subway Series at Yankee Stadium. I sold my tickets when they were at City Field. I'm going to go try and see. I want to see the Mets at least once because they're good. And as just a baseball fan, I love going to watch games. You could tell me to go watch reds nationals in person i would go in a heartbeat i love watching baseball i love it i will go to any game even in the juice box which is a mickey mouse park i would or i'd love to go to even the crappiest stadiums out there i'd love to go to oakland and watch a game i've been there for a football game that's a cool stadium but matter of the fact is the mets are good and they've really made their case for one of the best teams in baseball this year hats off to steve cohen and billy epler They've made a couple of puzzling moves. I don't like the Naquin trade just because it's Naquin. I mean, you did address a bullpen need, but you had a solid bullpen guy and traded him away for Vogelbach when you shouldn't have done that. You should have given up a low-level prospect. 
that wasn't going to see the league for a long time for Vogelbach. You shouldn't have gave up a solid relief arm. That was a little silly on Billy Epler, but after that, not a bad move. The uh, the Red Sox will touch on quick. Hunter Renfro is their dad. Hunter Renfro came back into town, flexed his muscle, said, you should never trade me for JBJ straight up. That was one of the worst trades in Red Sox history. The Sox and Jared Carabas are probably crying somewhere. The Sox are the worst team in the American League East, the division of winning teams, except for the Red Sox, who are under 500 now. Alex Cora, I don't know what it is. I think it's roster construction. Maybe Cora's magic of cheating has kind of uh, washed away a bit. Sorry, Mr. Uh, Schwab. You can cry me a river about that. But it's just what it is at this point. It's just what it is at this point. I don't know what to say about the Sox. They, I think they're finally admitting they're going to give up on some veteran pieces, some guys that will be more like rentals. J.D. Martinez, Nathan Avaldi, and Christian Vasquez, I believe, are on the block. They did tell Xander Bogarts he's not going anywhere. Same with Rafi Deffers, I believe. So those two are probably going to be untouchable unless they get a Soto-like deal. What I don't understand, though, is the Red Sox. Why would you ship Bogarts? You know he's opting out. You have Marcelo Meyer, who's a top-10 prospect. Shortstop, top-10 prospect. Matter of, that. Matter of fact. I don't get why you just don't cut, about, cut off assets now. Make that move. You can probably get a really good return for Xander. Well, you know he's not going to be under contract next year. He's going to opt out as well. That's going to be an interesting market. Free agency baseball this year is going to be crazy. That's going to be unreal. I'm probably going to cover a lot of it. I'll be doing reactions, my predictions, all that. That's going to be fun. Boston, however, I think JD's a Met. A little puzzling, actually, why the Mets would get him. I'd like to see him in a Mets uniform, but a little puzzling because you know why? Where's he going to play? You brought in Vogelbach to be the DH. Vogelbach's not playing first base because Alonzo isn't a great defender, but he's a little better than Vogelbach at first. Maybe. Just maybe. JD's probably not going to get regular outfield games. JD's been at DH the last few years. JD's a great hitter. One of the best pure hitters. It's like... Think about a guy, you know how when you say Ruben Sierra, you're legally obligated to say, oh, Ruben Sierra could hit. That guy can hit. That's what you got to say about J.D. Martinez. J.D. can hit. He rakes. As much as I hate the Sox, I love J.D. Martinez. I've always had a soft spot for him. I wasn't a big fan of the Tigers when they were good. I'm not a big Mr. I guy personally. J.D. can hit. I love J.D. there. J.D. was an Astro for a while. I love J.D. there. I really love J.D. when he was on the D-backs for that little weird rental year. J.D. rakes. J.D. rakes. I love J.D. Martinez. It'd be cool to have him in New York as, the, as a Met, but I just don't think J.D.'s going to belong. He's not going to fit well in that roster. That creates a little, you know, what the hell is Buck going to do with that? I don't know. Billy Epler, I would maybe go after Vasquez if you can't get into Contreras thing, which looks like right now. The, not the Braves, the uh, the Rays and the Cheatin' Strohs are in on him. I, that's a guy in the Strohs I'd get behind. I, I would like Wilson Contreras on the Strohs and Josh Bell. That be makes a lot of sense, especially with the current market. <laughs> Good response by a baseball lawyer. Big Altuve guy here on Twitter. I'm just going to read this one real quick because it caught my eye. I laughed. Leave Nick alone. He obviously can't read. Altuve didn't use those. Or he's just a little bitch. Either way, I feel sorry for him. He has to go through his whole life as a tool. I am a tool. You're right. I've been told that. I've been told by many people I am a tool. I'm not taking that as an insult. I'll take that as a compliment. Because at least I get used, unlike you, Mr. Baseball Lawyer. At least I'm useful. If I'm a tool, 
I can help solve problems. Tools are made to build things up. I am a tool, and I can build myself back up. Mr. Baseball Lawyer, <laughs> go find God. Especially if your profile is that. Go find God. So funny that I'm getting all these responses. <laughs> Love all these responses. Some kid responded with me hugging one of my teammates after we won conferences. Funny. JG Grimes or Grimes. You're a pussy. Straight, straight out. I'm going to get a lot of these responses. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. That's going to be a lot of fun reading through these. I might come back and do another episode on this, read these. Whoever wants to say anything to me at all, tweet at me, at Nick Cipolla. I will respond to your tweets. If you want to, subscribe for $5. You will get my personal phone number. Leave me voicemails. I am cool with that. That is cool. That is cool. I guess now that it comes up, enough of the socks. Let's talk about the cheating strows. Take, I believe, two out of three from Seattle. They lost last night. Win tonight in a walk-off in 10 innings. Jake Odorizzi looked good. Altuve stole home on that. He didn't really steal home. That's not steal. That's technically stealing home, but that's a first and third play. The guy that Nancy Pelosi confused for George Floyd, George Kirby, or Kirby, whatever his name is, didn't look great today. Let up two runs. Didn't get out of the fifth or fourth, I believe. Didn't have a great one. Jesse Winker hits a big home run in the eighth off of Ryan Stanek, who's supposed to be better than Clay Holmes, according to Astros fans. But, hey, sometimes you get tattooed, and that's just baseball. That's ball. That's how it's played. Shit happens. Parody. This is a sport of parody, baby. Major League Baseball. But, again, that's besides the point. The Manfred man gets on. They walk out to Vey. Jordan hits a bloop single. Manfred man scores. Astros win over the Mariners. Cool. Congrats. I will say this, though. You will be scared to play Houston in a – not Houston. Houston will be scared to be Seattle matched up in the playoffs. I'll tell you this. I know you've owned them in a regular season, but come October, the regular season doesn't mean anything. It's not what about you did for me then. What have you done for me lately? What have you done now? What are you going to do for me now? It's all about now. And that pitching rotation out with Robbie Ray – the Cy Young winner last year, who's starting to figure it out a little bit. And Luis Castillo, who's a guy who I thought was in the running for the NL Cy Young before he got traded. Now he probably can't win any of the Cy Young awards unless he has like a zero ERA in the AL the rest of the way. I mean, Luis Castillo's an all-star for a reason. He was traded for a first, a third, and a fifth overall prospect. Or in the system prospect. That's a Those are big futures Seattle's given up. That was a bozo trade my opinion. I'm happy Cashman didn't make that trade because Volpe, Peraza, and Dominguez or Volpe, Peraza, and Waldachuk or Volpe, Dominguez, and Wells, Waldachuk, whatever. One of The combination of those five guys as three or four would not have justified Luis Castillo to me. I'm sorry. Maybe Rodon, I can see maybe being worth just Volpe and Waldachuk if you're going to overpay Volpe and Waldachuk, but I wouldn't even do that. I would maybe do Peraza Wells and Waldachuk for Rodon, but that's besides the point. The Astros, I'd be scared of the Mariners. They won't forget this, and they're not going to forget any of this stuff. Look, I, I'm not going to lie and say that I'm rooting for Seattle here, 
but I'm not necessarily rooting for Houston after today, the way their fans are. They are the most insufferable people on the planet right now. I get it. Yankee fans are insufferable, too. I'm on that bandwagon, too. I get it. We're insufferable. We're hard to deal with. All we talk about is history, the past, winning, this, that. We're like Cowboys fans, and I'm also, unfortunately, a Cowboys fan for that reason. Not the insufferability, but we win. But difference is when you cheat to win and you're caught, it's not a good thing. I get it. Eddie Guerrero once said, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. But it's a difference if you get caught cheating. Being caught means you're guilty. That doesn't mean you settled. And no one will ever know, like with Deshaun Watson. That's facts. Speaking of that, let's talk football. Let's talk a little football real quick. Have some news. Um, Ryan Jensen might be out for the year with a knee injury. He's... uh, a big piece of that Tampa Bay line, that's a big hit for them. And they also just signed Julio freaking Jones. On paper, if this is a Julio Jones of past, and he somehow comes out to be the Julio Jones of past, that might be the greatest, and I mean the greatest, offense ever put together on paper. Brady, Evans, Godwin, Fournette, Jones. Jesus, like give them the, that offense of Lombardi already. Wow. That's good. I hate, I'm not a big Tom Brady guy either. I like Tom Brady off the field. On the field, I'm not a fan. I think he's a bit overrated, but it's hard to say he's overrated when he's won seven titles and is one of the greatest players of all time. I think his counting stats was literally down to who's going to last longer in the league, Breeze or Brady. I still think Breeze is the best quarterback I've seen in my lifetime. Breeze and Peyton Manning, surgeons with the ball. They knew how to throw it. They knew how to sling it. Mahomes is a better version of Favre. I think in a couple years I might be praising Mahomes in the same category as Breeze, Manning, Marino, who I really didn't get to see in my lifetime. Great quarterbacks. Great quarterbacks of all time. Deserving goats. Brady's up there too, but Brady, I feel like, just never had the arm talent until recently. And, I mean, he's a guy I'd like to see pee in the cup. But we'll see. I think Brady's clean, though. Untold proven otherwise. Um, Josh Allen got into a fight with a defensive lineman. That's cool. That's really cool. Got some cool highlights from rookie camps. George Pickens, the definition of the Black Air Force One, making crazy plays. We got Jamar Chase burning Eli Apple. That broke Twitter the other day. Got some other stuff going on. Cowboys signed a uh, the MVP of the USFL. I like the move, but I still don't understand why we paid Gallup, and Gallup's not going to be doing anything for a while. Look, he's young. I get it. I didn't want to see Gallup leave either. But I would have rather preferred to pay Schultz and then franchise tag Gallup and keep Cooper. The thing with Von Miller, too, that hurt my soul. Reading the reports that Jimmy Garoppolo has been told to sit out and has been excused from training camp for favor of Trey Lance, I think is stupid. I'm going to go into the Niners here real quick. Trey Lance is not an NFL quarterback. Trey Lance is going to be the worst qualified passer amongst all passers this year if he is your starter. The 49ers will not make the playoffs, or if they do, it will be because everyone in their division keeps collapsing over themselves, but that isn't even the Rams. Let's say have a hangover and lose seven games somehow. That is the only way humanly possible that the Niners will make the playoffs. They are not going to make the wild card. They're not a good team without Jimmy Garoppolo. Call me whatever you want. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. He's a winner. 
He's a winner. That's the name of the game, correct? Yes, he does look a little befuddling out there at times, but he's not Carson Wentz befuddling. There are some moments where Jimmy G looks stupid, but hang on, hang on. Jimmy G's a good quarterback. Jimmy G's a great quarterback. Not great, good quarterback, a winner. He gets it done. He gets too much shit thrown his way because he's paid as much as he is. Jimmy Handsome is a good quarterback. Jimmy Pornstar, Jimmy Handsome. Jimmy Have My Kids. Jimmy Subway. That man can play, is one, a good-looking dude, no homo. Or whatever, not no homo, but I'm not going to say anything suspect like that. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good-looking guy who can throw the football. And that's what people are just saying. He's a good-looking guy that throws a football. He's not a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback, in my opinion, because he's made it to the Super Bowl. He made it to the NFC Championship. When healthy, the Niners win with him. They win. Trey Lance has looked horrible from all reports I've seen. They showed a throw today that actually was pretty nice to Brandon Ayuk, but I don't even know if that's real or not, to be honest, because Trey Lance has looked horrible. He's not a pro quarterback, in my opinion. He's a good college quarterback. He's athletic. I'd like to see Trey Lance be a running back or a wideout. He's going to turn into Colin Kaepernick, and it's going to be a failed experiment because Colin Kaepernick was exposed after year two or three. And don't come at me with me the whole, he was all, was all blackballed by the owners, this, that. Should he have been signed somewhere else? Maybe. Who knows? Was he blackballed? Kind of. Not really, though. Was Colin Kaepernick going to be a head case to deal with as a as a front office? Of course. That's what comes down to it at the end of the day. it's who You better hope they don't backlash you for that. Colin Kaepernick's never going to play down in the NFL again. Sorry to break that to you, uh, Colin Kaepernick stands. Just because it is what it is. He's old now. He's been out of the league for too long. But that doesn't excuse the fact that Trey Lance is going to become bad like Colin Kaepernick. He might be good for a little while because the league doesn't know too much about him, but I think he's a terrible passer. I don't like the way he throws the ball. I think Jimmy G and his experience are going to lead this team. I know for a fact Shanahan doesn't want to play him because that's not his guy. He wanted Mac Jones, but the front office was drooling over Trey Lance for some reason. D1 AA guys never work out. There's only two that have ever worked out in my opinion. One of them isn't even a starter anymore. And the other one is Rich Gannon. Joe Flacco had a couple really good years. My father loves Joe Flacco. I like Joe Flacco, the guy. I think he's got a great arm, but he just fell off a cliff. And that ruined Joe Flacco's career, in my opinion. Rich Gannon got too good too late, but Rich Gannon's a great double-A guy. Tony Romo's a good one double-A guy, too. But the recent string of one double-A guys are not good quarterbacks. Ben DiNucci, not a good quarterback. I'm sorry. I love you, Benny D. He'll never be a starter. Trey Lance, not very good. Carson Wentz, probably one of the most overrated quarterbacks of this generation. Him and Jared Goff should never have been 1-2. They were that bad. 1-AA guys, I get it. You're gritty, and you have a different style of game. But Trey Lance will not be a good starter in the NFL. I think Tua's a better quarterback than Trey Lance will ever be. Tua right now. I'd take Tua. Baker Hurt is probably the only quarterback he's better than. Or Davis Mills. Or Sam Darnold. Those are the only guys I think I'd put Trey Lance in front of. Zach Wilson, no way. Zach Wilson's got that dog in him, bro. Trey Lance, maybe one day you'll get an apology from me saying I'm not familiar with your game. But until then, you should not be stealing starting reps from Jimmy G just because you're a high draft pick. Trey Lance is the most overrated quarterback ever drafted by the 49ers. 
Trey Lance is the most overrated quarterback in 49ers history up to this point. The way they talk about him, they talk about him like he's the next coming to Steve Young. He hasn't even proven that he can play at this level. He played two games. And everywhere, everyone, the, the Trey Lance dick-eating is crazy. How about we talk about him as an actual player? What has he done? What has he even done? All of a sudden, bro thinks he's Pat Mahomes. Mark my words. Trey Lance is a bust. Trey Lance will be a bust. Just for the fun of it, real quick, though, I'm going to dunk on some Houston people real quick for football. Texans recently settled, I think it was 30 cases about the Deshaun Watson thing where they were also named or something like that. They settled with a lot of people recently about Deshaun Watson. That doesn't look good for your franchise at all. That looks horrible. It's horrible. It's also horrible that Deshaun Watson now is the highest paid player by guarantees ever. The most guaranteed money in a contract ever by anyone. And he's out there getting regular, and I mean regular, like press attention. He's treated like the Messiah now. Cleveland, this is your payback for all those years of harassing Big Ben for being a rapist. Deshaun, how many cases are still left on the table? Four. I know you can't see me right now, but I'm throwing up fours like you did in that picture, that media picture of you in the Texan jacket. Not Texas, the uh, brown jacket. Four. There's still four cases out there against you. How many cases did you settle? 20. That doesn't look good that you settled. You should have fought. If you truly were innocent, I know it wasn't going to get criminally charged, but if you truly were innocent, you would have never settled. You would have never settled that money. There's still talks about him getting suspended. He's probably not going to play. I feel bad for Amari Cooper, and I feel bad for David Njoku. I feel bad for Chubb and Hunt and Miles Garrett. That's tough. That sucks. That just sucks that this guy can't play. You just did all that. You moved heaven and earth for Deshaun Watson, who didn't play in a year first off. Probably by the time the suspension's over, if he gets a two-year ban, because Calvin Ridley got one for gambling. Imagine what Deshaun's about to get on the Wheel of Punishment. If he gets two years, you're telling me you're paying all that money? For a guy who is the third, not third, hasn't played in three years? Are you kidding? Wow. At that point, I'm, I'm done being nice to Cleveland Browns. I'm done, nice being, I'm done being nice to the Cleveland Browns. Houston, that's the one thing you've done right recently. And now is get rid of Deshaun Watson while you could. Because if he's still there and all this comes out even more, the New York Times article comes out again, that's bad. That's bad press. That's just terrible press. And again... I get it. Guy's talented. He can throw the ball. Has he played in a year? No. Has he won recently? No. He shouldn't hit. He, he's like the new Kirk Cousins. He is so overrated now. And he's going to go out there and blow up. Probably if he plays week one, he's going to shit his pants week one. He's going to throw up a stinker. The fact he's practicing and stuff. I, they showed a great video today of him pointing up to the heavens, going out to the practice field. He's not even going to practice this year. Oh, not, not practice. He shouldn't even be practicing. He shouldn't even be pointing up to the heavens. Bro, acting like he's going to heaven. No way you're going to heaven after what you've been doing. That's just terrible. That's just a despicable. Deshaun Watson is a despicable man. And I, I praise Houston for trading him. I do feel bad for Houston recently. Heard your first, that, uh, I believe he was your first round pick. John Mechie has been diagnosed with uh, not Hodgkin's lymphoma. That's just sad. I feel terrible for him. The Houston succubus lives. That that's a terrible thing to do to a rookie. I send my condol not my condolences, but my prayers to him and all the people involved in his life. It's good talent, great talent. I love Alabama guys. Best of luck to you in the future and go kick cancer's ass, dude. The NFL will be waiting for you. One last NFL headline. 
let's talk really quickly about the other most famous midget in sports. Well, I shouldn't say midget, but the one that doesn't cheat, Kyler Murray. There was a little bit of a debacle recently about his contract. He had a whole big spat this offseason saying he wanted to be paid. He wanted to be paid. I think he, he should be paid, but at $47 million a year, I believe the average value was. Really? He's better than Dak? He's better than... He should be paid money like he's Russell Wilson and Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. That tier quarterback? Hell no. I'm sorry, but hell no. He's not paid. Like, he should not be paid like that kind of quarterback. No. No. That's my final answer. No. But the thing that really made the news out of that was the clause in the contract that recently said he has to do X amount of hours of study hall a week, basically. Like, he has to study the playbook these amount of hours a week. Like, bro is in college having to do study hall hours. I'm an athlete in college, too. I've had to do study hall hours. They're required. Especially if you don't have your grades up, they're required. And I had a bit of a struggle my freshman year with grades, so I got sent in study hall. I remember that. I still, I still go to that study hall to this day just because, you know, I got to get that work done. I've struggled as a student before, and I know I have to get that work in if I want to be successful. Like I do here at Nick's World of Sports, I grind my ass off for this. I plan all these episodes. I sit down, I think about what I had to say. I invest a lot of money. I sit down and get to work. Anyhow, wow. That was funny. And then the uh, the Cardinals pulled that out of the deal because of all the negative press they're getting. I think if they never leaked that, I feel like some contracts have had that on there. Like, you got to study film. You got to be committed. You got to prove that you're worth this money. I don't know. I think that was just a weird, weird contract that just makes the relationship look awkward on the Cardinals' part. And the Cardinals are an awkward team at times. They're hard to they're going to be hard to gauge this year, but we'll see what goes on with them down in uh, down in Arizona. I, I forgot what town they're in. My God, I was going to say Phoenix, but I don't know if they're in Phoenix. I always forget where they play. Anyways. I think that's it for football. Quick wrap-up. Jets fans, you get Quan Alexander for a year. Nice little pickup in a depleted um, linebacker core. Congrats on that. My buddy Gerard's probably really excited about that. Next episode of Nick's World of Sports will probably be less slanderous. Or not slanderous. Excuse me for saying slanderous. I'm not trying to say I'm slandering anyone. Please don't sue me. My next episode's not going to be slander. It's going to be... We're going to talk football. A lot of football. We'll go into full project. Uh, we'll go into projections. Things I like. Odds I like. Win totals we'll talk about. It's going to be a good episode. I'm also going to be talking more trade deadline. MLB trade deadline. This is big. I know I keep talking about it. I keep talking and talking. I'm going to do episodes. I'm going to do episodes. I'm going to do episodes. Today's July 31st. Tomorrow night, August 1st, at night, I'm going to try and do a live stream on something. I'll figure out the uh, the venue or the website for it soon. I will go live for the deadline. And all day Tuesday, I will be live until the deadline. Tuesday night, I will be live until the deadline. And I will be covering everything. I might have to step away for a little bit to go to work at my other side job because, unfortunately, I'm not paid enough yet to do this. Maybe if uh, those two Houston reporters respond to me. Uh, Mr. Pentergast and Mr. Schwab, if you respond, that'd be awesome. 
We have two quick breaking things before we go. According to MLB Marathon on Twitter, I don't know how true these people are. They're hearing a package involving Oswald Peraza and Josh Bro is being discussed with the athletics in regards to Frankie Montas. I like it. I'm okay with it. I'd rather hold on to Peraza and give up Wells. But Josh Bro's been on a tear since he went up to AAA. Peraza's raking. Nice. It's nice. And then next, via Ian Rappaport, the 49ers and Debo Samuel have agreed to a contract extension worth up to $73.5 million, three years on the deal. $58.1 million guaranteed. Congrats to the wide back. Got his bag. I'm happy for him. That's a good move. Very good move. I am happy with that move by the 49ers front office. That shows you're competent. Congratulations. You made sure you secured your most valuable player from last year. Those are just two breaking things that came over to me as we wind down here on the show. Thank you for tuning in as always. My Houston haters, shout out for fueling me. I hope you tune into more episodes and I keep ruffling your feathers because I, I honestly, I live off this stuff. I live rent-free in your heads right now. And, you know, if the Yankees win this year, I'll be talking even more shit. If they lose, I will gladly take all of it. I will take it off the chin. It's all right. I deserve to be berated if the Yankees lose because I'm out here speaking big game. And just in general, I think everyone in the MLB, besides Houston fans, pretty much agree with me that the Astros are cheaters. They're all cheaters. There's mountains of evidence, including the suspensions of their head coach, their GM, and Alex Cora. And the big fine that the family that owns the Astros received, plus... A lot of the players being ridiculed for it and a couple of them admitting to it. Until then, everyone, I'm going to bid you au revoir or adieu. Au revoir. Hasta luego. Sayonara. Peace. My name is Nick Sapola. If you're looking for more of an insider thing, you're looking for a little more, you know, pizzazz. You're looking for more behind-the-scenes stuff, interesting behind-the-scenes stories where I talk about my job as a reporter for Access Baseball as well as more, many other topics that led me to where I am today in the sports world. Subscribe to this on Anchor.fm, $5 a month. You get access to that, my personal phone, so you can leave messages and stuff like this. Like today where I just read my tweets, we'll have an episode like that. You'll get access to exclusive live streams, exclusive gear drops, merch, more. $5 a month, that's not a whole lot to ask. That's if you want to do that, support local local creators, support new creators, support up-and-coming creators. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. I'm sorry I'm just rambling on and on now, but that's important to me. It's important that you guys get this far, too, as I'm grinding, I'm working. Make sure to tune in, too, to Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN right now. Jeff Passan is about to hop on the air to talk trade deadline. That's going to be big. I'm watching tonight. I'm tuning in right now. I'm finishing this up and tuning right in. Thank you guys for coming by to my world. I hope to see you next time. Peace.